Hi everyone, welcome to the Black Girls Career Club. I'm your host Palumi and this is the pilot episode. Okay, yeah, it's actually very awkward (laughs) recording this by yourself in a room, but let's get started. So I wanted to make a podcast. I feel like everybody has a podcast these days, but I kind of had this idea of bridging the gap between um, sort of people who have been successful within the black community and, you know, people that are up and coming. Maybe you want a career change. Maybe you're still quite young and you're not sure what you want to do in life. And I thought it would be cool to have sort of like a 20 minute podcast that you could sort of tap into and, um, you know, ask those questions potentially and hear your questions be answered from people or industry professionals that are really making a name for themselves. Um, Just a little bit more about me. Uh, I uh, went to a normal all-girls school, it's comprehensive. Um, My first failure in life was not getting into a grammar school to my mum's despise and she actually threatened to take me back to Nigeria if I didn't get into a grammar school. Um, instead, she just didn't buy me kickers. I was supposed to buy, have kickers, and she was like, I'm not getting any kickers, you don't deserve it. Um, but the ultimate punishment was supposed to be going back to Nigeria, which, now that I look back on it, I really wish she had done. But that's another story for another day. And I went to a sort of a normal, comprehensive girls' school. I was quite academically smart. Like, I, I kind of got things. I was mostly in the top set. Um, I got all A's in my GCSEs, probably could have done better, but I was happy, you know, I was happy with my results. Um, I didn't know what to do when it came to my A-levels at all, like, because everything was A, you know, sometimes people say, oh, just do what you're good at, but because everything was A, I didn't really know what am I really, really good at. Um, so naturally being young and not having really anyone else to talk to, I you know, asked my mum, I said, I don't know what I should really do, to be honest, because I need to choose. And she said, um, oh, (laughs) she said, do sciences and English. Now, the first mistake was asking my Nigerian mother what I should do, (laughs) because she was never going to tell me or maybe let me not generalize, but my specific, my mum specifically was never going to give me a subjective answer she was never going to say do to your heart's content it was always going to be do science and maybe like english so that you can do medicine it really she wanted me to be a doctor so it was just medicine or engineering maybe um and i didn't have anyone else to talk to like my sister was a nurse and i did not like biology my other sister had pursued graphic design and i was not artistic in any way um and then my other siblings just I had two other siblings that were older than me um, and they hadn't gone to uni. So I was just kind of like, uh, okay, I don't know. I didn't know who I could talk to. So my mum was literally the only person. Anybody else that had any sort of influence was my age, right? And no one knew what they were doing. So we were all just trying to figure it out, you know? Um, and to be fair, a lot of my friends did end up kind of doing the same subjects as me anyway, um, which is probably why I even thought I was doing the right thing. So I was very happy that I got into a grammar school um I was very pleased with myself um off of my GCSE grades and I decided to pursue the sciences and 
uh, rather than in English, I did French because I really liked languages. I still do. Um, yeah, so I decided to do that. And very early on into the academic year, I realised that I hated A-level science. Like, to a core, like, to a, like, I was so bad at it. Like, and obviously there's a jump between GCSE and A-level, but I was not expecting that. And I think the worst part is when there's a jump, like, even between a-level to uni if you have a passion for the subject or if you have like a goal you can kind of deal with it like you confirm it because you know that ultimately you're gonna get to where you need to be but in my head I was like this is just the beginning like how am I gonna pursue medicine (laughs) which was the goal I wanted to be a doctor at the time how am I gonna pursue medicine or engineering and I absolutely cannot stand these subjects like I just I have no desire to do well in them um so halfway through I um, decided that I was going to go to uh, the college that was linked to my secondary school and I basically basically was going to drop out of the grammar school. Now this is the second time I've now disappointed my mum because not only did it mean I was dropping out of a good school to go to like a school that didn't rank as high but her chances of me or her dream of me going to Oxbridge was crushed. She, (laughs) She was like that was the next step she was she was like pimping me out to go to Oxbridge and she just was like I can't believe like this this girl shattered my dreams um and to this day I still feel like she's disappointed in me because I haven't been able to reach that goal yet maybe I'll do a copy and you know pursue my master's um but yeah and at that time I think this is why I find this space really important at the time I mean we're quite lucky that we live in this like social media age to a certain extent definitely the access that we have to social media and other people's lives is very dangerous but to another extent we're very exposed to to different experiences and so I was very isolated in my decision to drop out of like the you know the better school quote unquote the better school um and I was when I say I was so scared like I only had one friend and shout out to my friend to this day like she was my safe haven because she just she just didn't care she really encouraged me she was going to the school that I intended to transfer to so she was kind of like no this is really good like we have good teachers it's really good vibes like you know we have fun at the school and I know education is not about fun but she could see what I was feeling like in my current state and she kind of was just trying to reassure me that it might seem scary but you'll be fine in this new environment so I really appreciate Yemurai I really appreciate her for that um but yeah so I was very isolated in this decision I kind of told my mum but not really I think I told them I was thinking about it I told my sister because I had to go to an interview for the school so she took me and I basically yeah I basically got into the school because my GCSE grades were so good they were like oh don't worry like you're fine like (laughs) don't worry we'd love to have you don't worry just let us know what you want to do um and so yeah so I was still kind of scared I knew I was going to transfer I didn't tell any of my friends at my old school I told my mum that I would still try you know I told her I didn't really like it but I said no I'm still going to try that was a complete lie I did not try and I ended up getting like three E's and a U and again that was like my biggest shame to carry on my shoulder for such a long time I would not tell anybody what my grades were I was so ashamed of myself that I got so like such terrible grades at the end of the day did I study no did I try no I don't even know why I turned up for those exams because I would I literally opened my chemistry textbook for the second time 
one week before the exam. So how on earth I thought I was going to get more than the E's beyond me. Um, so yeah, I, I felt very isolated and I wish that I had more people to talk to. You know, thank God I had my friend Yamurai, but I wish I had more people to talk to, maybe who were even a bit younger, sorry, older, who could have been like, oh, don't worry, same thing happened to me and look at where I am now. Um, so yeah, I did that and then I moved to the new college and I actually lied again. People don't lie, don't lie, it's not good, but I lied to my family. I was like, I'm just going to do, um, I'm going to do the same subjects, I'm going to do science, and I'm going to do, you know, French again, I just didn't really like the environment of that school per se, I thought it was, you know, very restrictive, but I'm going to try again, and I'm going to do better, now lie, because, <laughs> that was a lie, because um, as soon as I could, um, I think it was like the, in summer, when you get your results, like when you got your A-level results, you have to go to the new college um obviously I didn't go with my A-level results I just went with my old GCSE results so I kind of like oh, this is already the, the third point of shame for me because everybody's so much younger than me um so I'm there with my GCSE results that's already one year one year older than everybody else in line with me but literally that day I sat down and I was like I want to change I'm going to change it to politics history RS and I think I continued with French and then I ended up changing it later on to psychology because I, I was like do you know what French this language thing is not my calling I'll stick to Duolingo I'm good um so yeah, I changed that, and then even when I did that, that was a big deal, like, that was a huge deal, like, how can you change from science to history, that's such an easy, that's such an easy thing, why would you do that, um, but I really thought to myself, I need to do what I enjoy, I need to do what I have a passion for, I need to do what I'm gonna really want to sit down and learn and revise, because I know me, if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to, and I, I can sort of, I know I can be successful, so I took that and I kind of wanted to show to my mum that I could still be rich or I could still look after, sorry, that I could still look after myself and not pursue medicine. So on that day, we had the careers lady and I went to her, I said, listen, I, you know, I'm redoing a year. I still want to do well. Um, I don't want to do medicine. What can I do instead? And she looked at my, um, what's it called? She looked at my subjects and she was like you could do law because if you do law you don't need any subjects and you know you can be a successful lawyer and make money and then she signed me up to this like uh almost uh like a uh, what do you call them social mobility schemes and uh, yeah shout out to that scheme because it helped me I know they're problematic but it really helped me um and yeah, so then that helped me get into my uni. I, my main goal is I really wanted to go into a Russell group. I still kind of wanted to maintain that prestige, which now that I'm older, it means absolutely nothing. Like, don't let those things deter you or make you feel like you're a better candidate or a worse candidate than anybody else. The, your university experience is literally what you make it. I went to quite a great uni. I don't think I made the most of it. I could have gone to a uni that was ranked lower. And I could have done more. So... I could have done less, so it's literally just about the individual, um, but yes, I went to uni, I studied law, and on my first day of law, this is now where I disappoint my mum for the fourth time, I realised I don't even want to be a lawyer, <laughs> sorry, I realised I don't want to be a lawyer, I realised very quickly that this thing is way too competitive for me, I don't really have the heart for it, I didn't, nothing really appealed to me about working long hours, um, 
for the sake of money it's like that's what we're working long hours for um i would rather sort of pursue human rights law maybe or something where if i work hard i can see the benefit afterwards and how it helps people but unfortunately the institution that i decided to study at didn't really focus on sort of non-commercial routes into law um, again which is why it's good to do your research because i just i just wanted to go to russell group i didn't think about actually what do they specialize in and and how will they help me pursue a career in law um, outside of commercial law um, I did my degree so and then fast forward I've been very lucky to be put in a position or to be in a position where you know through the f- help of friends and family I now work within the tech sphere so I'm I, it's not a technical role I don't know how to code um, but I'm still sort of in a position where I can build myself I would say I'm not quite where I want to be yet I'm still sort of developing my career I think we can divulge um, on that on episodes to come but the reason why I wanted to make this first introductory episode is because I kind of wanted to show whoever's listening out there that there's like so many points in your story where you might feel like you're a failure or where you might feel like you don't know what you're going to do but eventually you will get to a place where you're a bit more stable. Now, this is not my winning story. I'm not coming to tell you that I'm now the CEO of, you know, a Fortune 500. But I am in a place now where I I feel a bit more stable and I feel like I'm starting to understand what I want to do. And to be honest, this process of talking to people and figuring out what they do and how they got how they got there it's also for my benefit as well because it's it's the ability or it's the opportunity to open my eyes um and yeah so that's me in a really long nutshell um I don't want these to be you know sort of too long um I kind of intend for them to be sort of 20 minute you know snippets what I'd really love is for listeners to be able to you know, suggest people that they'd want to listen to or suggest careers that they're more interested in and then also submit any questions that you may have um, so we can ask the guests ahead of the time. Um, and uh, it's really mostly about what questions you have and putting you in the position where you get the most out of each episode. Um, so if you do have any questions, you know, you're listening to this and you're thinking oh my gosh, I'd really love to hear from X, Y, Z, um, please then, you know, uh, message us on Instagram at the BG Social underscore club. Um, email us at the BG Social club at outlook.com. The reason why the podcast is a careers club, but the Instagram and email is social, is because I would love to expand this beyond the podcast and beyond the career aspect but for now we're just starting with the podcast um, and hopefully we can grow it into a community that supports each other and uplifts each other.